What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Jake Owen. And this is Good Company. Being good company. Welcome to Good Company, yeah. a podcast where we talk about everything under the sun. Friends, good times, and life. Being good company. Now, here's your host, Jake. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Jake. I'm back for another episode of Good Company. Glad to have you guys back joining us. I am fresh off a trip to Pebble Beach, California. I was out at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. I play out there each year with my good friend Jordan Spieth. Uh, we, last year, he won the tournament, and we finished, uh, I believe, third. This year, we did not make the cut uh, but we had three great days of playing golf at some of the most beautiful golf courses in the country, Pebble Beach, Monterey Peninsula, and Spyglass. And uh, not just was it great golf and hanging out with Jordan and Dustin Johnson and Wayne Gretzky, but one of the greatest things for me year after year is being able to go out there and take my family on a one-week vacation uh, to the world, some of the world's most beautiful scenery you can see. And my dad was with me, and he carried my golf bag uh, every day. He, he took good care of me and, and told me how to play smart, and it goes back to the days when I was younger of of uh, playing golf. And here I am at 36 years old, and my dad's still out there carrying. He's uh, 67 now. And uh, I have my dad here with me today. Steve Owen is in the house. What's up, Dad? How you doing? Good morning. <laughs> I've been able to have uh, Jared, my twin brother, on this podcast. I've had Granddad and Nanny, which are, is your mother and father. And I'm really happy. And I know that those out there that have been tuning in and listening to this thing are probably excited to hear you today. We were flying on the plane home last night talking about this podcast episode on what I wanted to talk about today. And as we just got to talking casually about my life growing up and my story, uh, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for you, not only teaching me things growing up, but 
going to the point where I called you guys on the phone from from uh, college at Florida State University and asked if it, I could get y'all's permission basically to drop out of college and move to Nashville. And here we are all these years later sitting in a studio with my own podcast. We were flying out there to play in that thing. There's a lot that's happened in this life. And uh, I thought it'd be interesting to chat with you this morning about your perception of it all and, and how how we got to where we are. So uh, thank you for coming in here this morning, Dad, and talking to me. As my mom is out in the truck right now, she's uh, fighting flu symptoms. So uh, we left the car running for her. She's out there <laughs> hanging. She can hear this when we get it all put together. But, Dad, we'll start with you and your life. Um, we talked about this last night. You uh, you were born in 1950, October 21st. That's right. And uh, you were born in Sykeston, Missouri. That's right. I've only been to Missouri the times that I've played music there. Well, you moved out of there pretty quickly, and y'all, you and the family moved to uh, Florida, where is where where I uh, come from. But uh, you guys, you grew up in Winter Haven. Yes, I did. We grew. Uh, we moved to Winter Haven when I was just a year old, so I don't remember much about Sykeston, Missouri. But um, all my life, I've lived in in Florida, in Winter Haven, and Vero Beach. Yeah, that's where I actually, I was born in Winter Haven, Winter Haven Hospital, Polk County, shout out, and uh, I moved over to Vero Beach, Florida at a young age, and that's really about the time that I remember kind of life growing up, and we've said this quite often on this podcast, but this is called Good Company, and I enjoy talking to people that are inspiring and have been, been important figures in my life, and you for sure, Dad, have been that major role in my life, and as I mentioned earlier, teaching me things, everything from right from wrong to how to do things. I mean, we were just talking the other day about building this place. I'm building now a house. Dad's a builder, so he's been helping me with uh, ideas and things for that. And you never you never get to a point in your life where you stop asking Dad questions. But I'll, uh, if you don't mind for those out there, this is a purpose of this is sometimes for folks to see a side of me that they don't get through the music. And uh, I thought by having you on here this morning, you can kind of give your perception of you know, I have a twin brother, Jared, that we've talked about and talked on on this podcast before. But having twin sons, when you found out you were having twins, how how was that? Oh, that was probably the most exciting day of my life. Um, we didn't expect to have twins. The doctors had told uh, Mitzi and I both that we were just having one baby, and he was going to be a large baby. But uh, <laughs> I remember when uh, Jared was born, a he was large a, baby. Yeah, a large baby. Uh, Mitzi got pretty big, and. Uh, she kept thinking she was going to have a, at least twins. And anyway, uh, the doctors kept laughing and saying no, that uh, just one child. And when Jared was born, who was the first to be born, I'll never forget the doctor was kind of holding Jared in his hands and had a funny look on his face. And I, I was kind of concerned because I was sitting right there and I said, what's the matter? And he goes, well, nothing, but uh, he's just not as large as I thought he'd be. So... He took another look at Mitzi and he told the nurse, you need to go get some more plasma that this lady is having at least one more baby. So I was just elated. I was very excited. And then when you were born 15 minutes later, I put both of you in a cart and rolled you down the middle yeah, we of the hospital. newborns and dad yeah. threw us in a cart and rolled us into the, the waiting room for everybody yeah. to see us. He's I like, was, oh, the story goes, I hear <laughs> the nurses and doctors are chasing him down the hallway and he's like, we've got twins, y'all. <laughs> That's exactly right. I was so excited about it. But that was a great day. Great day. That's funny. Well, Jared and I growing up, you know, we battled sports. Jared is a great tennis player, went to Florida State on a full tennis scholarship. And I, 
the story as this will go, and you all will see, is I kind of, as a kid growing up, I was dabbling, dabbled in all kinds of things. I, I played tennis at an early age with Jared and Marty Fish, who we talked to on the first podcast. And uh, I just got frustrated with tennis because they were so great at it, and it wasn't something I genuinely loved. And then uh, golf is something that I picked up at an early age because you were a great golfer um, growing up. We were talking about this last night on the airplane. If you don't mind telling people out there kind of your history with golf and your background of getting married at an early age, how kind of how life happens sometimes and for reasons and how it takes you on paths that you don't sometimes foresee. But when you look back upon it, it seems like it it's obviously was for a reason. Yeah, it uh, it I think life uh, th- does take you in different directions for various reasons, and uh, you know my life experiences. Uh, I started playing golf at about seven or eight years old. My dad liked to play, and I started playing at an early age, and took it fairly seriously. Played some junior tournaments, and then played high school golf, and was lucky enough to get a golf scholarship to Florida Southern in uh, Lakeland, and played uh, golf there through college. Wanted to pursue a pro career after that. I thought I had the ability to possibly, you know, uh, play on the tour. Uh, got married at an early age and uh, really never got to fulfill that dream. But in looking hindsight in my life, uh, I didn't stay married because we got married at an early age. And I met your mother and we got married. And, and you and Jake came, or you and Jared came from that that marriage, which uh, is is. It's kind of funny when you think about how it does take you in different directions because you two guys wouldn't be here if that hadn't happened. So that was a wonderful experience for both of us and glad it happened. But uh, I continued uh, at, uh, you know, all through my 20s playing a lot of uh, amateur tournaments around the country. And, you know, as I said, never really got to the point that uh, I could play uh, professional golf just for various reasons. But uh, as I look back, amateur golf has been really good to me. I've met uh, so many of my best friends playing golf, uh, done a lot of business deals playing golf, and it's brought me a lot of fun playing golf with all of my kids. I've got uh, Jared and Casey. Steve and Casey doesn't play, but Steve does. But uh, it's just been, and, and then like this week at Pebble Beach, being with you out there, you meet so many wonderful people, a lot of celebrities a lot of actors and, and a lot of the guys on the PGA Tour. So it, it was a great experience. It's uh, interesting, too, for I think our lives, Dad, kind of parallel each other in ways, uh, as I still feel like at my age I'm still figuring stuff out. As you mentioned, going through a divorce. You and Mom, when you all when you remarried Mom um, after going through your, your the first marriage you had, um, you and Mom now have been married for... 37 years. 37 years. And... I know that I I never knew what it was like to grow up without with a split family. I was lucky enough to have you and mom there, and and Steve and Casey, my half brother and sister from your previous marriage. It's weird to always say half brothers because they're they're my brother, they're my sister, and and I always watched from distance out as they dealt with you know coming to town during the holidays and during summertime, and and I didn't always get to see them because they didn't live with us; they lived with their mom. And as I grew older and I got married, I ended up getting divorced, which was not something I foresaw. But uh, as you mentioned earlier, there's reasons in life that things happen. And I've been able to lean upon you so many times throughout the years to ask you questions and guidance on things that you've been able to give me your wisdom on. And uh, 
that also goes and parallels you as you mentioned with your dreams to be a college golfer or, or excuse me a professional golfer uh, when I decided to pick up golf as something that I was really interested and intrigued to do uh, you were very supportive and a lot of it for me was because I wanted to fulfill those kind of dreams you just mentioned that you necessarily didn't get to fulfill so uh as some of those know out there, and as the story has somewhat been misconstrued, I played a lot of junior golf, and I did not have a scholarship to Florida State, but Jared, our my twin brother, had a full tennis scholarship. So um, there was an availability for a walk-on spot at Florida State, so I, I went to Florida State as a walk-on golfer, and during that kind of first semester, I had my skiing accident, which you also were a great water skier growing up. It's kind of something that's in your blood when you grow up in Florida. But uh, when I did that, I I really couldn't play golf that first semester, and um, that is when I picked up a guitar. And this kind of brings me to something where I remember for you and I, music isn't something that you ever really kind of you knew much about growing up. You liked music, but it wasn't something that you knew much about. So I kind of wanted to know what you felt like when you realized that the whole dream of playing golf for me and the time that you spent as as a kid taking me to golf tournaments you caddied for me in golf tournaments growing up when all of a sudden I told you you know what, dad I don't think I want to play golf anymore I'm going to play guitar well you know it was a little disappointing because at the time I didn't really realize that uh, music was so important to you I know in high school that you used to listen to a lot of different types of music matter of fact I took the number of uh, CDs out of your bedroom and broke them some things yeah, he did i didn't think you should be listening to i fell asleep in a car ride one time we used to ride over for thanksgiving or something to my grandparents house and i fell asleep in a car ride that's back when we had those like little portable disc mans remember that and you take the disc out and put it in and i had one of those uh logic cases that had all those cds in it and i remember waking up from an from falling asleep in the back seat listening to a cd on the radio that they were popping in cd after cd in the CD player in the car, and if they didn't like the lyrics, they'd break it and throw it out the window. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, no, you, uh, I don't think that, um, you know, in those years that uh, you liked golf quite as much as I did, and I f- sometimes felt like that uh, I was pushing my dreams on you, but, uh, you know, you you have turned out to be a great player. And um, But the story goes, and what's got a very unique is that, as we as I said, I, I never realized that Jake was really loved music that much. And uh, when he had his his ski accident, he hurt his shoulder and he couldn't uh, play golf anymore. And and my wife asked me to buy him a guitar, which I didn't want to do because I thought he'd end up just hanging out with a bunch of dudes and not you know m- moving forward with his drugs, golf and drugs alcohol, and stuff and sex, exactly rock and roll. So, well, some of that's okay, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But anyway. Um, he, uh, he played a little bit around Vero, then he went off to school, and he was playing at some gigs up in, at Florida State. Well, you got it. Let me stop for a second. When you, you you did. You got me a guitar finally for Christmas. Yeah. So they surprised me with this Seagull guitar. And, uh, well, I bought you that Brad Paisley. That uh, wasn't guitar. until I went to college, though. Oh, was it? Okay. This is, well, remember, I, I, I'd gone off to a semester of uh, college, and I was kind of bummed out, really, after the whole, the whole accident thing and not playing golf. Because my twin brother was out there playing tennis tournaments all the time. And I was kind of, it was weird. I don't remember. It's funny to to say that I was depressed because I don't remember what it feels like. I don't know what being depressed is. I tend to be a happy human being in life. But I do remember just being at a dark place and really kind of not knowing what to do. 
And if you remember correctly, I ended up coming home for a semester. Yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, I went to the Indian River Community College in Vero Beach, um, and I hated it. But while I was home there is when you got me that acoustic guitar. And uh, I used to sit up in my room and teach myself to play songs and play. And then I would. Dad tells a funny story about how he and my mom are lying in bed one night, and I'd written a song. And I went down and played it for you. Yeah, it was like 2.30 in the morning. We were sound asleep, and all of a sudden we hear this little knock on the door and woke up, sat up, and he's standing there with his guitar, and he said, "Um, I just wrote a little song I'd like to play for you. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, what's this going to sound like? And he plays the song for us at 2.30 in the morning, 2 o'clock or whatever it was, and we were both looking at each other like, my God, that was really good. Dad said, he left a part out, though, he said he was kicking Mom underneath the covers because <laughs> it wasn't good. But he says it's good now, but it was pretty bad. Well, I mean, it was better than what I thought it was going to be, let's put it that way. <laughs> rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. So I go back to Florida State after after being a, in a semester down there at Indian River Community College. And at this point, I built up some confidence in playing and singing. So that's when I asked, uh, I went up to a couple bar owners in town and said, do you mind if I play here? Next thing you know, I started playing every night in college on, on a bar stool playing music for people. And for my mother and father, 
they were wanting me to be pretty diligent about going to class and, and, and get good grades. And that's hard when you're staying out till three o'clock in the morning playing in bars. But I was making really good money playing playing at these bars. Um, I think they didn't realize it until they came up and saw me playing, how many people were coming out and, and seeing us play. But as I went through that phase, I will never forget the time. This is really what I was looking forward to talking to you about, Dad, because you're the one that can tell it better than anyone. But I called you and Mom on the phone one night. I'll never forget it. I was in the upstairs bedroom of my little townhouse that, that my dad had got for Jared and I to live there during our college years. I called you, and I'll just let you take it from there because I could tell my side of the story, but I'd love to hear yours. Well, it was, uh, again, it was about uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we were both sound asleep. I'm a night owl. Yeah, the phone rings, and my wife always answers the phone late at night, and I heard her talking and said, hey, honey, and I knew it was one of the boys. And, you know, at that time of night, you always wonder what's going on. So, Especially anyway, when you ask to talk to both of them at the same time. Yeah, so all of a sudden she turn, turns around to me and says, uh, uh, Jake would like both of us to get on the telephone. So my first thought was either he wrecked his car, he got, you know, he got arrested for drinking, uh, I didn't know what it was. You know, I just figured it was the worst. So I got on the phone and he said, look, I'd like to talk to you for a minute. And I said, okay. And he said, you know how much I've been, you know, loving to play music and everything. He, he had this kind of a pre-rehearsed story that uh, I could tell he'd been working on. And he goes through talking about how he wants to pursue his music career and how much he loves music and so forth. And he said, so uh, I'd like to move to Nashville. And I said, uh, you know, that's, that's a, you know, probably a good plan. But I said, you've got 13 hours left to graduate. And I said, so, you know, once you graduate, I'll be 100% supportive of you and help you move up there and help you with your finances and so forth. And he kind of stopped me and he says, no, I don't think you get it. He said, I mean, I want to move up there like tomorrow. And <laughs> I kind of stopped in my tracks and I said, seriously? And he goes, yeah. And immediately. Well, the, that also said, though. You were a little frustrated at first. You know, he said, if I wanted to take a four-year vacation, I would have taken one. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I wasn't finishing school, you know, and all the time and money you'd put towards that. Yeah, and I, I did exactly what I said to him. Is I said, you know, you owe it to your mother and I for the money we've put out to this point, and you owe it to yourself to get your education. And I said, then after that, you can do what you want to. And he continued to talk about how much he loved music and his passion for it. And as I sat there and listened to him, I thought, about my desire to want to play the pro pro golf and never had an opportunity to do it. And I thought, you know, he's 22 years old. If I say no and, you know, he never gets to pursue that dream, then I'm stopping him from doing that. And I, and I immediately realized that because I didn't get to do it, I did not want to hold him back from doing that. And I thought, you know, if he falls flat on his face up there, you know, what's the worst that could happen? He comes back, he finishes school or pursues another another dream. And so I finally said, you know, okay, if that's really what you want to do, I'll be a hundred percent supportive of you. And my wife left the next day, drove up to Tallahassee. They loaded up his car in a little trailer and, and moved in a U-Haul and moved to Nashville. He didn't know a person up here. I didn't know. I didn't know a soul. I thought that was really cool when I called dad and mom and mom tells the story too, that she says she, she wasn't as surprised. She was more surprised at dad's reaction of saying it was okay than me asking her to them to move to Nashville. But I love that we talk about this because I feel like for those out there that are listening, life is about taking some chances. 
especially when you, I was lucky enough to have dad and mom teach me the morals and values as a kid of what hard work ethic is. No matter what you do in life, you can't be great at it unless you put forth the work and effort to do it. And one thing that I tell people that I don't think you were processing at that time when I called you and told you I wanted to move to Nashville was that no matter whether I made it or not, no matter what I was going to do in life, I personally believe I have a confidence that I would that I'll be good at it because of what you taught me as a kid as that I have to work hard at anything I do to be great at it, whether it was the golf, whether it was school, whether it was any sport. I mean, I played all kinds of sports growing up, but uh, more importantly too, just working hard at being a good human being. And um, anyways, sure enough, next day I packed up that U-Haul trailer and moved to Nashville. It's so wild to think about what has come from that. As we sit here get a day back, you know, to not to drop drop this as some sort of braggadocious thing, but uh, we got to talking about this last night because here we were just this past week, all these years later. We stay. I rented this house out in California, right on the ocean in Pebble Beach, California. Played with the world's greatest golfers. Kept saying this to everyone. I was like, guys, this is a true story. This is real life. This is really happening right now. You know, I never thought in a million years I would that call of making to you guys at Florida Florida State to, to Vero Beach the night you answered at 1 a.m., I didn't have dreams of being rich or famous. That wasn't why I wanted to move. I wanted to move because I just loved music and the way it made me feel when I got on stage and played for people that appreciated it. And I knew that my days of playing Sweet Home Alabama on a bar stool um, was just getting old and tiring for me, and no one really cared to hear what I had to say in my music. So... I never thought that when I moved to Nashville that it would I would one day be flying on a private jet to California with my mother and father, my best friends. We'd rent a beautiful house and then play out there on the world's most beautiful golf courses on television, you know, with the world's greatest PGA Tour players in a real PGA Tour event. That's really what I wanted to do back when I was a kid. And now here I am because of music and because you, Dad, said, yeah, you can go to Nashville, that 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 by allowing me to do that in a weird way, full circle, it is it brought all the other things in life that we both enjoy. And right. I, I say that, not again, not to be braggadocious about dropping some line about flying on private jets, because that doesn't matter to me, but... I do, I do, I do still pinch myself every night. Like last night, I know you have to yeah. do it too. I yeah. mean, we we were raised in a good family. We didn't come from anything that was super lavish or elegant, uh, extravagant. But to to travel in that way and and stay in a home like that, I mean, we had some of the most amazing memories that we'll cherish forever out there. And this all stemmed from you teaching me as a kid to work hard. And saying that it was okay for me to believe in my dream and let me move up here. Absolutely. And and there's two things that I'm most gratified about. And that is, one, your hard work and perseverance when you came up here and, and what you've accomplished and the success that you have been able to achieve here in Nashville. But just this past weekend, my most gratifying thing to me is the fact that because I did teach you golf and got you involved in golf, that gave you another avenue that brought you to meet Jordan Spieth and Dustin Johnson and all these great players on the tour and playing in the AT&T this year and some of the other places you've played and also meeting all the other great people that you've met that are at tournaments like that. So there's two different levels there that that make me very proud of the hard work and, and, and effort that you've done. Well, 
I think what's also important is to think what I'm really proud about. You know, it's one thing to 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 have the the nice things in life like we just chatted about and stay in a nice house and yada yada. But what what I've been able to do with the platform that I've worked hard to get towards, you have been super instrumental and helpful in my foundation for the last over 10 years. And dad's the one in our hometown that every year is going out, getting people to buy sponsorships and tickets. And we've raised, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not close to over a million. Yeah, we've raised uh, close to a million five over these past 10 years. Yeah, over almost a million and a half dollars we've raised for all of our for St. Jude Children's Hospital, which you guys all know, we're we're super proud to be a part of and helpful. Everybody in the country music industry is really they really are proud to help St. Jude Children's Hospital. But uh, our local charities like Habitat for Humanity and Boys, Boys and, and Girls, Girls Club. Club and um, Dollars we, for Scholars, Dollars for and... Scholars and um, Hibiscus Center. I mean, we have so many Autism Speaks, and that is something that. Honestly, I I couldn't be more proud of. Again, Dad, without you teaching me the morals and values of of taking the talents and gifts that you've been given by the great, you know, our 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 Lord and Savior, to use those in a way to help other people. Um, to me, that's the most gratifying part of it all. And for you to still be here with me, we haven't mentioned uh, something that's really important. We skipped over. But dad's a cancer survivor. Dad got cancer three, four, five, five, five years, years ago, ago now. 2013, yeah. And uh, it was tough. You know, he was on a feeding tube, uh, lost a ton of weight. That was another reason this past weekend, watching you at 67 years old, having beat cancer and, and just trucking along with those with my heavy golf bag on your shoulders, you know, walking off yardages and, and giving me yardages and then just being able to enjoy those that those those walks down the fairways looking out at the pacific ocean and listening to the waves crash it's unbelievable what life has brought not just me but what has brought our family well i i agree and i enjoyed every minute of being out there and caddying for you and just spending the time with you and and mom and all of our friends that we were out there but i want to go back and say that i'm probably most proud of all of his accomplishments that he does take the time to come back to vero beach every year and do an event every year that um, goes strictly to, with the exception of St. Jude's, all the money goes strictly to those in need in Indian River County, and specifically Vero Beach. And, you know, he has now the ability to bring in a lot of people to that show with his success that he's had up here, but he's still willing to do it every year. There's a lot of people that don't do that, that could do it, but he's been willing to do it, and he looks forward to doing it. And uh, the people of Vero Beach love it, and he continues. I hope he continues to do it for a long time. But uh, that type of giving back to me is what it's all about, the most important thing that you do. Well, I appreciate that, Dad. But I think, it again, it all stems back to you. And for those listening out there that have children, you have to always appreciate the insight and guidance that your parents give you. And, and, I, and I've been lucky enough um, – to have this in our life, Dad, to have a mother and a father that are there for me. There's unfortunately there's a lot of kids out there that don't have the the benefit of having um, their mother or father around for them. And um, I I I'm I'm really I'm, I'm thankful to be able to have that in my life. But I'm also thankful for you to be able to share coming from a solid father 
with everybody out there that listens to this podcast on uh, what it means to start at an early age and teaching the right values and, and hard work ethic into kids. And because I truly believe that you can do anything you want in life if you work hard at it. Absolutely. And I would have never learned and believed that right there if you hadn't helped me and, and ingrained that in me. Well, I appreciate that, but I think every parent tries to do the right thing. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we regret things. We'd like to go back and change things, but uh, uh, for the most part, uh, you've been a great son and um, done very well for yourself, and uh, like all my children, uh, each of you are different uh, in different ways and have different talents, but I'm proud of every one of you. Well, this has uh, been pretty cool, Dad, to talk to you, not only just this morning, but the, the last week every day walking fairways at Pebble Beach. Um, we uh, had a couple nights where we in, indulged in some adult beverages and, and had, had some beers and had a good time <laughs> and had some great laughs and some great dinners. And I'm thankful for every day that you're here and I can call you on the phone with questions and ask you things. But Last week, I talked to um, Myron Howell, my drummer in my band, and it seemed like we just could not stop laughing the entire interview. I say interview, podcast, really. And then um, here we are this week, and we're pretty serious upon this uh, this one. But I thank everybody out there that consistently tunes in, and I'm really proud that you guys got to hear my dad today talk about, you know, in a, in a brief way, I, my life, his life, and, and where it's led us just based off of of believing and support and love and um, and doing the right thing. And uh, I love you, Dad. I appreciate you all the time. And, and uh, I just I can't thank you enough for what you've helped me do in my life and what, what there is to come. Well, I appreciate that very much. But, again, uh, you've done all the hard work uh, yourself. Uh, and uh, I appreciate those comments. But uh, it just it was a great time being with you this week, as, as it always is. And I, I really appreciate it. Well, thanks, Dad. Well, uh, thank you guys again for tuning in. We, uh, we'll we kick it in into another gear uh, this coming week. I've got some surprises up my sleeve for y'all. We like to bounce around from funny to happy to sad. You never know what you're going to get from us. But this is Good Company. We hang out with great people. I appreciate you. We'll catch you next time right here on Good Company with Jake. I love you guys, and we'll see you. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices... You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.